Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Weekend Gardener. We're sitting in here all by ourselves, except for uh, Assistant Program Director Jeff Hamlin, who stepped up this morning and is running the board for me. Jeff, I appreciate it. Oh, it's no problem, Mike. It's my pleasure. We got uh, former uh, Attorney General and Secretary of State and uh, Deputy Chief Counsel in the Senate Watergate Committee, Rufus Edmonston is at home, warm, I hope. Heating system working okay, Rufus? Uh, I I woke up and thought I was in food. <laughs> yeah. I looked out there and it was snowy white. Well, it is It is kind of boonish out there this morning. As uh, Governor Hunt used to say, we need to cinch it up. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, are, are you lonely in there today? I am I am very lonely. I'm, I'm so glad Jeff's in here. Uh, Jeff and I go back a long way. We also have Johnny Coley, who is a extension agent in Granville and Person County. Johnny, good morning, buddy. Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear? Doing well. Can you hear everybody okay? Yes, sir. Yeah. Now, now well, Jeff Hamlin, uh, Jeff and uh, you and Rufus and I have something in common. We are all members of the Dave Bradshaw Club. Yep. Uh, we we all loved uh, Jeff. Worked for him at one time up in Roxborough, but mm-hmm. but we all love Dave Bradshaw. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, very nice guy. He certainly is, and yeah. and so is his wife, uh, the mm-hmm. member of the school board, another politician, just like Rufus. Rufus, how's your week been? My week has been helping the needy. Being, uh, I'm going to use the legal word on you. I have been in the eliminary work this week. Now that's a fancy word that lawyers use to charge you. Seventy-five dollars to hundred dollars for using that word. Eliamazonary means helping those in need and charitable work. Ah, so is that pro bono? That is pro bono. <laughs> You've got it. Man. So there's really there's really no seventy-five or hundred dollars involved in this. That is the pro bono. You you have got it right. Yeah. By so you're speaking mm-hmm. of Timberlake. I no, I didn't mention I didn't mention Frank Timberlake. <laughs> Are you talking about you talking about the town of Timberlake? I'm, I'm talking about Jeff, uh, about our friend there. Yeah, friend but Dave Bradshaw, right? Yeah. We did. We yeah. uh, Rufus yeah. and I have done a couple of remotes for him. <laughs> I saw uh, a card sitting there where our friend uh, the sort of stout fellow. What, what's his name? Rob. Uh, Rob Hall. Rob, Rob Hall. Rob Hall. Yeah. yeah. Bob Hall. And I decided to pick up the phone and call Rob and thank him for that wonderful uh, pimento cheese. Wasn't that good? There's apparently a a factory up there that makes pimento cheese. Oh, yeah. I tried pimento cheese, yep, yep. Uh, And he he said he had to work all weekend long this weekend, and he was uh, not looking forward to the hours he would put in, but he he said to tell everybody hello. Yeah. 
and he loves it when when we visit, Mike. Well, uh, we have had a great time. I've been up to Roxbury. I've been into the studios once, and then a couple of times at T.G. Brooks' store, and we just had a ball. and And Johnny was with us uh, every time. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, good time. Good folks Johnny up there. there. Yeah. So, Johnny, uh, what's going on with the extension service? So you got the master gardeners out shoveling this morning, or what? <laughs> well, um, I haven't seen any show up at the house yet, but uh, I'm hoping maybe. No, we well, yeah, we did have a meeting uh, this week, and uh, just just moving moving right along, trying to get some things planned for the for the year. I have a training coming up this year, so oh. we'll start the training in August, um, and and have a have another class. So we'll we'll start promoting that uh, very soon. Got a couple of events scheduled for the spring one um in march over in person county one in april i think over in granville county and so we'll start promoting the the training and uh you know got a got a good group of of master gardeners up uh, in granville and person county and uh very very devoted uh group so i'm very fortunate to have them and uh, we have a have a good meeting uh this past thursday and uh, you know, if they can get them a good leader, they would be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, are they trying to get them a different one, or I mean, is there a rebellion going on there? Well, I hope not. Yeah, I, I really hope not too. <laughs> I, I would be again that. <laughs> but uh, it, yeah, it's uh, it's it's going going very well. We um, often um, with the snow this morning, I think of Garrison Keeler. He um. He always said he loved to, to wake up and see a new snow on every uh, in the morning because everybody's landscape was the same. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, everybody's, everybody's the everybody's same. Everybody's landscape right. is white. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I it, except for uh, it looked pretty white this morning, except on the roads. Now the Beltline, they must have uh, those brave men and women who get out there and take care of us must have dropped some sand on the Beltline because it <laughs> looked like a mud hole today and uh, it looked like it do you jeff you came in earlier than i yes it did it was they were just getting out there this morning when i came in and uh it was pretty messy out there hopefully it'll be cleared up by the time midday comes around now we had in raleigh i think th- about three inches mm-hmm. and uh you know probably four inches here and there fadville had five i, di- I didn't think they were going to get any no and i guess they didn't either but uh you know that's uh, and I haven't heard of a lot of power outages. Nightdale, I think, has had mm-hmm. a few. There's been some spotty outages here and there, and uh, so we we're thankful for that because it's been awfully cold. Mm-hmm. And I would I would certainly recommend that you not travel this morning. I was amazed how many people were on the road. On the I got off the Beltline as soon as I could mm-hmm. because uh, people were driving a little too fast i was going about 30 and i in an all-wheel drive that has you know some computerization mm-hmm. in it and so that was helping me drive but it's still i had i, I felt a little slipping mm-hmm. even going at 30 miles an hour and i saw i saw somebody uh, spin out mm-hmm. who was obviously going too fast uh, behind me so uh, i would i would not get out today unless you have to i mean if you have to you have to right and uh, it's a lot better if you have uh, four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive, but that doesn't mean you can drive any faster. It just means mm-hmm. that uh, you may – plus, you, you really need to – it really helps if you know how to drive in this stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I, 
and I've been doing it a long time. So have you, Jeff. Yeah, so you just, it just you got to be slow and steady. Yeah, and radio is a public utility, and that means somebody's got to be here. Right. And uh, that's something we found Part ourselves of our in job. the yeah, last two weekends here. Yeah. It's been very icy going up the Durham Freeway. Yeah, so how long did it take you to get from Durham? About 40, 45 minutes. Okay. Well, that's not real bad, no. actually. So uh, I, I heard uh, some young lady on television say that it took her two hours to get from the Briar Creek area to Wendell no. earlier this morning. So I don't know what she was driving. Right. But, uh, you know, two-wheel drive can help. I've done that. I've done rear-wheel drive mm-hmm. and driven for 50 miles. Right. But uh, I think I had an angel <laughs> sitting in the car with me. Oh, I just noticed my ho- my old hometown of Nashville had 4.8 inches. Yeah. But uh, so, it, and as you get to the west, uh, Roxburgh had 1.5, mm-hmm. Johnny. So uh, y'all didn't yeah, yeah. get as much up in Granville and you know to the north we and got west. About two inches, I think about two inches is what I measured this morning here. So Rufus, I don't know if they got anything, and I haven't checked the webcam on King Street and Boone, but I don't know if they have oh, gotten anything or not. I originally told you, Mike, that I would leave the show at 10 o'clock today to go to Boone. Well, you can imagine that has been trouble because they called off the 150th uh, anniversary celebration of the founding of Boone. Yes. Because only about 10 people were going to show up. Right. (laughs) Well, you know, they've had a lot of problems with their roads throughout the week because of last weekend. Oh, absolutely. It's been tough getting them cleared. Yeah, King Street. By the way, I, I was uh, a little garden hint here. I'm, I'm looking out my window, my kitchen window, and of course there's about an inch and a half snow on all the all the, the trees and shrubs. And what I do is I go around and I look and I see if, if anything is bent over real badly with the snow and take a broom and just sort of whack it and knock it off because if, if this stuff freezes tonight as it is, it may really bend over and break some of your plants. Well, that's true. It's not a bad idea to go around and check and see if you can knock the snow off of, of something that's bent over already pretty badly. Well, you be careful because I don't want you to break another shoulder. <laughs> no, sir. I I am uh, I'm going to have I'm going to have the warden with me and Jasper. <laughs> well, so, you're all set then. Sounds like yeah. to me. Yeah, Jeff. Uh, Jasper is. The weekend gardener dog show, a dog. Yes, yeah, he's our mascot. Johnny, have you ever met? Uh, have you been ever been out to Rufus's house? No, no, I haven't met Jasper. We'll we'll have to bring you out there, uh, Rufus. You'll have to invite Johnny out there sometime to inspect. Well, what we're going to do <laughs> is have a weekend gardener barbecue out here sometime in the spring. <laughs> well, who are we going to barbecue? Well, we, we're, <laughs> we're probably going to take. Uh, uh, I think we could. Well, let's see who who deserves it the most. Well, <laughs> have a roast. Yeah, we could do that. We could also uh, cook a cook a pig. Yeah, that'd be good. Dick, uh, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll. Are we going to take a break? Yeah, I think we will. I think we'll take a break then. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're listening to the Weekend Gardener, or what's what's left of it here on the WPTF? It's uh, ninety-eight point five six eighty a.m. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945.
Well, all the folks are out scraping this morning. Uh, you may be doing that already, and you're be careful if you're doing that, uh, your driveway or, or walkway or something. But uh, the folks from the DOT are on the roads this morning, and uh, it's amazing how many people are on the roads. I, I, would, I would not recommend it this morning. Mike Rayley here. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener. It's 823. Uh, the esteemed Rufus Edmonston, who uh, is pro bono this week, <clears throat> no legal questions uh, this morning. However, we are we are, <clears throat> we are limited. And uh, Johnny Coley is with us, extension agent in person and Granville County. Uh, Johnny, uh, what kind of calls have y'all been getting this week about plant? What what are people worried about in their landscape? Have they been worried about these two ice snow events? Well, Mike, I have not really gotten uh, too many calls about that. I um, uh, sort of like Rufus was saying earlier. This this snow was such a a light, fluffy snow that you probably could. Uh, a lot of I'm looking outside, and there's not a lot of buildup of this snow on any of the the plants. Um, yeah, I guess if you had some hollies, very dense hollies or something, you might have some on it. But most of it has has blown blown off. But if you just dust off, you know dusted off so if it does refreeze tonight uh, it wouldn't be quite as heavy on it but you have to be careful uh and not do more damage to the plants um that's right than the snow breaking limbs and, um, yeah. yeah yeah so just be careful i remember when we uh we had the nursery we had some crepe myrtles planted at the nursery and and they were probably i don't know 15 feet tall in height maybe maybe a little bit taller and they they almost bent over and touched the ground, and they by you know probably two months afterwards you couldn't even tell that they had they'd bent over. So it's, plants are pretty resilient um, uh, as far as that's concerned. If you have a you know, if you had something like a sky pencil holly or, or arborvitae, something that was you know up very upright, very dense, and um, you know, you you could even tie that up ahead of the time. Yeah, the, I mean, it could really be misshapen after all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tie them up to give them some extra extra support. Uh, but for the most part, the deciduous plants, you know, they're gonna they're gonna be pretty resilient and, and tolerating it. But um, yeah, it's sort of just been all across the the board. Haven't had a lot of people calling about. Still, you know, it's it's early for people to be concerned about. Um. A, a lot of plants coming up yet, you know, so, you know, a lot of times in the spring you, you get that warm spell and you get a lot of perennials or uh, some plants beginning to sprout out and you have to con- be concerned about protecting them, but we're so, we're not to that point yet. So I haven't had a lot of, a lot of calls regarding the, the weather, um, you know, just, uh, just general calls, people getting, getting ready for, for spring pruning. Uh, you know, this is a, a good time to, to prune do you have a pruning demonstration coming up uh we actually do not have one scheduled i've, I've got one the, the next master gardener class we're gonna uh cover pruning crepe myrtles just just the crepe myrtles um as a camp up in northern granville county uh camp oak hill um so this is the anti uh crepe murder movement that's right that's yeah. right yeah, yeah trying to trying to train train proper crepe myrtle pruning and yeah. um so we're gonna do that and um uh paul mckenzie and myself are gonna be uh, taking a group over to alamance county they have an orchard over there a demonstration orchard that their extension um office maintains and we're gonna take uh, a group over there 
in February to, um, and we'll cover some pruning then. Uh, but don't have anything really on the schedule for a for a, a, an overall general type pruning right now. What should we be pruning right now? Uh, well, in this temperature, I probably wouldn't um, wouldn't prune anything with the temperatures like we're talking about, you know, today and, and tonight. But after you know next week, uh, getting into next week as far as pruning, um, you know, any of the deciduous plants. The, the main thing I always warn people with, with pruning is to know when that plant's going to be blooming, because um, you know you don't want to be you don't want to prune a a plant that's going to be blooming on last year's growth. You know, anything that grew last year uh, and that bloom uh, hydrangeas, the, the uh, mop head type hydrangeas is one of, or one of those. Uh, of course, azaleas um, are going to bloom on, on last year's growth. So, you know, you don't want to prune them back right now, but, um, you know, anything that uh, that you might, might need to prune, you know, the fruit, fruiting plants, um, you know, now's a good time to, to prune your, your apple trees or your uh, uh, grapevines. Uh, you can, you know, of course, grapevines you can prune now on it up until probably, you know, first of March or so. So, you know, any um, blueberries. Blueberries. I was thinking about blueberries because y'all have uh, y'all have blueberries up there in uh, person uh, Granville County near Granville the County. extension area, don't you? Yeah. Yes, sir. We have a, a demonstration um, plot of, of twelve different varieties of, of blueberries. All of them are, are rabbit eye varieties, which are the variety uh, or the, the 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 type of blueberries that do well in this area the rabbit eyes i think we've got one variety that's a southern high bush um and that's a legacy uh, we've got legacy in that plot and it, it's, it's doing pretty well but not as it really the, the rabbit eyes are your your best ones so um yeah pruning pruning the, the blueberries this time of year is a uh, a good thing to do get rid of the the old um, wood, the gray wood, um, and then you want that new growth that's going to have have your your best fruit set on them. But um, yeah, I mean anything you know when when things are dormant, it's a good time to uh, to do some pruning, especially if you need to do any heavy pruning. Uh, just keeping in mind the bloom the bloom cycle with your plant. That's that's the that's the key when you prune yeah. this time of year. We'll uh, talk more about that, uh, talk about preparing the, the garden. A lot of people are thinking about the vegetable garden coming up. Our brother Rufus, I'm sure, has some more tips on pruning and other things. Straight ahead here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. Excuse me a second. I'm uh, finishing a text to uh, to Dave Bratcher. He, he just texted me. Oh, really? So I, I don't know if he's listening or not, but I was uh, texting him in case he wasn't that um, uh, fan club. That's what I was going to uh, I need to apologize today because I once played Rush's Tom Sawyer on a country music station, and that probably was not the... Why did you do that? I mean, did you just... Because uh... I was 20. 
And you just decided to play what you wanted to? Yeah, pretty much. That's great, Jeff. And it kept me on the So you're going to do that this morning? No, I'm not. <laughs> unless you want me to. <laughs> you, you do whatever you want to do. No, that's right. Uh, I don't even know what you're talking about, uh, uh, the music, that is. So. Oh, you don't, know, you don't know Rush? Oh, hey. Rush, Rush, Rush. Okay. I thought you said Russia. No, no, no Russia. <laughs> I thought you were playing Russian music. No, on, no, not Russia. Ru- uh, I, I need to enunciate better Rush, Tom. Rush. Canadian music trio in the Rock and okay. Roll Hall of Fame, yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. Johnny and uh, Rufus, have you ever heard of Rush? I, I have yeah. not. Okay. okay. Well, I'm in a rush all the time, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know, just trying to get in here. Absolutely. Uh, but don't anybody be in a rush this morning because no. you will be in, in really big trouble. So. Uh, uh, by the way, Mike, I want to ask you and Jeff, have you ever known a time when WPTF could not open because of the weather? No, and you know the, there there are uh, you know av- even the hurricane uh, in '96, Fran. Mm-hmm. There was uh, that was a terrible, terrible experience for the city of Raleigh and Wake County, and uh, there it took me two hours to get to work. It normally take me fifteen twenty minutes to get here. Yeah, but uh, I you know I kept having to change direction because there were trees down all over the place and uh, luckily we have we have a uh, a big diesel um, backup system yeah. electrical backup system out there it sounds like uh, three or four transfer trucks starting up because they they run it every once in a while mm-hmm. so we were on the air they used to have uh, there were facilities and in fact i think there's a bomb shelter maybe at the transmitter at Cary. people think that we have broadcast there or that's yeah. where our studios have been but they've never been there that is a uh, an really interesting place uh, i've been out there a couple of times many years ago uh, those big transmitters out there 50,000 mm-hmm. watt transmitters uh, but there was a table and a microphone and they had a way, of course, to to set up in case there was an emergency. Johnny Hood said he almost had to go out there one time because of a a, a hurricane, but I had, I never have heard of anybody who had to do that. In the old days, we slept slept in the mm-hmm. station because mm-hmm. uh, there really there really wasn't a, at one time wasn't a hotel in downtown Raleigh. No, we had the Sir Walter for many years, but. I guess people stayed there, but when I started working there, there was no hotel. What, what did you do in the uh, in 2000 during that two, uh, snowstorm where we had nearly two feet on the ground? It was about this time, actually. Got to work. Years. People people got to work. Did now, you walk? No, no. Tony told me he walked in. Tony Rigsby told me he, he was walked. he was just living just down the hill. Yeah, here and he did, uh, and. I I don't think I had any all-wheel drive. Mike Wheelis from our sister station, mm-hmm. QDR, uh, would drive all the way over and pick me up. And he lived in Nightdale. And, you know, I, I owe him a lot for that uh, if you know, and for a lot of things. Yeah. But uh, he, uh, he would pick me up. That was a wild ride yeah. with Wheelis. Uh, I think we were in a little RAV4, but that thing stuck, and uh, we, we got, got to work. But it was a tough time. I've never, I've never been through anything like that before. I've been Jeez. through a lot of, a lot of snow snowstorms, but nothing that heavy. No. So we we were on the air, no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of those instances, and I think they were the probably the most dramatic 
weather mm-hmm. situations we faced here. Yeah. Uh, I, I know my neighbors, I, I left uh, my house about 2 o'clock in the morning at Fran, and they, uh, my neighbors called our house and said, is is Mike leaving? <laughs> Where's he going? Well, he said he's going to work. But Brother Rigsby? Well, Mike, I heard you talking to Jeff about getting in. Yeah. And I think, you know, you and I have talked about this many times over the last 42 years. But you and I almost starved to death Oh, one we day. did, yeah. <laughs> we, Tony and I were, uh, were in here. And it, uh, I don't remember if it had been snowing, but we, it was a Sunday morning. Yes, it was. And this was uh, this was in January, February, March of 1980, somewhere in 1980. And uh, we were the only ones that could get in for a long time. So we were there the entire day. We were, yeah, we were on the air. Uh, Tony was doing news. I was playing records. We were on the air from 11 until sometime that night when – Someone in a four-wheel drive vehicle came and got us and took us home. Yeah, it was a four-wheel drive vehicle that we were going to give away later, as a matter of fact. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So uh, we gave away a used International Scout. That's right. It was used as a transport, but I remember because you had mentioned our late great friend, Johnny Hood. Johnny Hood came to our rescue with some food that night. I don't remember that. I must have blacked out because uh, Tony, Tony and I were, were down to uh, cannibalism at one point because, you know, it was just this uh, stupid little machine in there. It had about uh, oh. had a pack of nabs in it maybe. Yeah, that's right. And we had some true aids in there, but they got gone real fast. I don't know, if we, uh, I don't know if we even had any change or not. But, Probably uh, not. We, we did have a pack of nabs. I remember that. Uh, so you know this whole show started last week uh, talking about <laughs> nails. Right. I hate to bring that up again, but I had some this morning, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well Rufus, uh, <laughs> you have okay. Johnny, are you a nab eater? I yes, sir. Yeah, I like nabs. Okay. Uh, All right. Probably. Probably not the kind of. I don't mean to bring up bad either. memories or anything. <laughs> no. No. no t- okay. You like them, huh? Yeah, nabs, nabs in a coat. That's uh, that's yeah. lunch. You don't ever remember of the station being shut down for any no, reason, do I, you? I don't think it has ever no. been shut down. I I would be shocked uh, if we went way back to the days of Mason and Pointer that they would have allowed it to ever. Well, be shut the down. FCC yeah. wouldn't have allowed. That's it. right, too. You know, they, back yeah. back then the the FCC was a little more stringent in in their rules. Uh, back then, you had to do a station ID live every half hour. Right. Even. So I, I would say that we have we have never done that, and that was a long way of uh, of telling of answering your question, Rufus. <laughs> yeah, but that, that, Be careful what ed, what questions you ask. <laughs> well, I do remember WATA, which Don owns in Boone now. Yeah. The, the Godfather Don. Right. Uh, Big Daddy. Better was was uh, out from the station. And that's the first thing that somebody had to go cut on, off because the radio station went out, went off at, at twelve o'clock at night, of course. Uh huh. Yeah. There were times when when somebody just couldn't get to it, no matter what they tried to do, with the two or three foot snow and blizzards, and and the station just wouldn't come on. Now we would sign off on Sunday nights. Transmitter maintenance. Transmitter maintenance. Yeah. yeah. So. That that was a, I I have signed the station on before with the national anthem yeah so yeah. I've I've had to do that that seemed that was a long time ago yeah I figured out how long I've been here 
Yeah. But that was a long time ago. Do I want to tell the story that I told you guys a couple of weeks ago about the snowstorm that I went through when I was working in Durham? I don't know. Is this this is going to be story? some sad sack <laughs> story. I don't want to hear. Well, it, you know it. You know how it ends in the hotel. And well, I must say, Jeff, in all my years in broadcasting, that's never happened to me. So it's a oh, unique story. Oh, that's that's where uh, you you <laughs> yeah. were assigned to a room at a at a, a major a hotel. hotel. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't call it major, Mike. That would be embellishing it greatly. <laughs> but there was. A big fat man in the, in the bed. Yeah, yeah. I I had to walk up to work after a 19 hour workday. I was the only person at this station. I walk up. Tony's been driven past that hotel probably hundreds times. times. Yes. It's no yes. longer there. It got condemned for student housing. I walked back into my hotel room. I don't know how this clerk did it, but I walked in. And I was just I had to wake up in four hours to go do the morning show with Ron Studs, and there's a trucker with his back turned to me in. This bed. Oh, that's great. I went, ah, yeah. And I just went, my head. And then Fred Benton, who I used to do a show with, I used to board off their show too at another station. I told them that story on the air. And when I got to the trucker being in bed, he said, Did you pay extra for that? Oh, I my went, gosh. Yeah, no, of course fine. not. <laughs> and I, I didn't mean to say he was fat. That I means he was stout or big boned, right, well, Rufus? Yeah. Big boned. He was and, ample, yes. And I think, Jeff, you told me when they finally moved you to another room, you didn't have any heat. Yes. How that how that clerk could have done that, I have no idea. There couldn't have been four people in that hotel, and there had to be 80 vacant rooms. How about that? Unbelievable. That's our Eeyore moment of the, uh, oh. of the day uh, here on the Weekend Gardener. But uh, what we're telling you, folks, is to stay home this morning where it's warm hopefully uh, we won't lose uh, tony there was there were some power outages in wake county but not many not many at all and <clears throat> the reason is this was primarily snow and not a freezing rain event so it didn't weigh yeah. down on the power lines the way uh, that would be i think by the time the day is over we'll find uh, a lot of reports of some power outages down in southeastern north carolina near wilmington right uh, they, have they have there been any estimates of how much ice they've had i know Wilmington was uh, experiencing freezing rain on yeah. the immediate coast. Yeah, and that uh, I have seen no total so far this morning, but that was a major concern going yeah, into the absolutely. storm. Absolutely. And an area that almost never gets winter precipitation. Yeah. You don't care about gardening, do you, Tony? Uh, well, I like the uh, products that gardening can bring. <laughs> <laughs> you like the show, okay, don't yes, you? Yes, I love the show. Yeah, okay. I appreciate I that. Love, you know, I, you, I don't mean to put you on the spot or anything. No, I, I listen to the show when I can every morning. You know where I'm at. It's hard for That's me right. to monitor the right. station. It certainly is. <laughs> They're back there. All right. We'll take a break and return with more of whatever we're doing here this morning. You're welcome to call 860-9783 uh, if you have a gardening problem. Uh, no legal issues. We'll come back. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 851 919-860-9783. Rufus Edmonston is with us at uh, at home today up in uh, Granville, Person County area. Johnny Coley is with us. Uh, and uh, William, the air traffic controller, is our uh, Beaufort correspondent. <laughs> William, how you doing today, buddy? Uh, cold and frozen in with ice down here. So you got, you got ice in Beaufort? We got about a half an inch of ice. And they shut the bridges down. Uh, the wife was working last night, and she was on the bridge, and 
they couldn't get her across. Uh, they had like three wrecks on the bridge or the intercoastal waterway. Yeah, I bet so. I, I was noticing that last night before I went to bed that they were shutting down bridges uh, here and there uh, down east uh, because yeah. of, of ice. Much rather have the snow than the ice. Yeah, I'd rather have the snow than ice. And we were supposed to be in Boone tonight. We had a cabin rented up in Boone, but that is not going to happen. <laughs> no, no, I would not venture. I mean, if you really want an adventure, you could do that. Well, I, I looked at it. If I did do it, I'd have to go down south through Columbia then go north. <laughs> oh, no. You definitely don't want to do that. So No, no. no. You haven't lost power. Power is spotty. Uh, our, we have a generator, and the generator has been cutting on and off. Uh, it's just spotty right now. Mm-hmm. But we still have commercial power. But uh, Did your wife make it to, to the house? No. She's uh, still stuck in the hotel room up in Havelock. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. so they they there's only one way to get across that bridge, and they shut all the bridges down. They had like four car four car accident on the bridge. So is that your old home base now? Yeah. Home <clears> base <throat> now. Oh, okay. Curious, yeah, yeah. How about that? That's the coast. I come down here to get away from winter weather. It followed me down. <laughs> yeah, it's, it certainly did. Uh, this is this has been really tough to forecast. I know the meteorologists have had a tough time with it hey uh rufus just said do you want to did you do you miss your old job uh no i'm still working part-time at uh newburn so uh they closed it most of it down today because the, the snow and ice uh because uh, all the flights are shut down so uh you you would if you had you been working last night at the raleigh durham airport they had a uh, a delta flight one of the smaller planes come in and uh slid off the runway i don't think anybody was injured but yeah I they're still going in and out but that is that is something that that happens here and there right oh yeah yeah uh, the braking action what they call is poor and uh it's just like being in a car once you hit the brakes it starts sliding especially in an airplane you can't control it Oh, I bet, especially the speed that they're coming in. Yeah, yeah, they're landing like 140 miles an hour. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, amazing what pilots are capable of doing, and uh, thank yeah. goodness for the air traffic controllers. Yeah, it's uh, I, I'm glad I wasn't working that night. Too much paperwork involved in a situation like that. I bet so. So, are your uh, your plants all covered up with ice? Yeah, the palms are just drooping. They're like they got like a half an inch of ice on them. Everything, the grass, the dogs didn't even want to go out today. They, they haven't experienced it. Well, they're smart, Johnny. Uh, what about his palms down at down at the beach with all that ice? Should he just what should he do? Just leave them alone? Yeah, with the ice, I I like just to leave them alone. They'll uh, it'll warm up and and melt off. A lot of times with with ice, you can do more damage trying to get it off than than just leaving it. It's it's not going to get any worse than it already is. So just, you know, uh, let them, uh, let them melt on their own sort of. Cause, uh, like I said, a lot of times you start shaking it off and you start, it'll, it'll break. Um, some things will, will break. I don't have a lot of experience with palms. I'll be honest with you. Right. Um, but, um, you know, just in, in general, especially with ice, ice is, uh, uh, a little bit different than snow, of course. Uh, uh, yeah, what I like to do with snow is to go shake everything off and make sure that I'm under it so I get covered. 
That's that's a you. That's usually the way it works out for me. Yeah, yeah. gravity always. That's what I tell people about pruning. Uh, when when you're when you're pruning above your head, just remember about gravity because uh, right, it's going to come down. It certainly <laughs> is. So uh, just just enjoy enjoy the <laughs> the glistening ice and don't don't get out there and and try to do anything foolish. I'm I doubt you want to get out in the ice anyway. That's got to be really slippery. Oh, no, down the there. Are just completely a sheet of ice. It's like a skating rink out here right now. Yeah, dude, you make it to the grocery store and everything. To oh, oh yeah, we did our we, well, we did our Harris Teeter run the other day in Morehead <laughs> City, and uh, of course, all the bread and the milk was going on. Of course, North Carolina bread and milk. Yep. Oh well. Let me ask. Uh, let me ask William Mike uh, a gardening question. All right. Do uh, William? Do you yeah. grow the hellebore? Grow down your way? Uh, I've seen some hellebore down here. Yeah, yeah. Not much, not as much as in the Raleigh area, but it will grow down. Right. There. I guess I it you know it probably needs a little more shade. Yeah, yeah. and he he says yeah. that that they don't they don't do well in Little Washington. Really? Huh. Yeah, yeah. I, huh. I imagine put them on the shady side of the house, they should do fine. But you don't see much of that down here. That's right. You you really don't, and and. Uh, they suffer greatly, and and a lot of times don't survive if you have them in afternoon sun. Right, right. Yeah, you need something. Because I've tried that. I don't know about some of the newer varieties, Rufus. Uh, if if they're any better. In fact, I see some this morning out my window popping their their beautiful colors out, and that that's why we've often talked about people need to think ahead and, and do these. Uh, what I call winter wonders, like the well, the camellia and the crocus and Daphne, and, and that wonderful thing we couldn't think of last week, Edgeworthia, yes. paper brush, and snowdrops and all, all hellebore and all those kind of things. But there's no reason why you can't have something blooming at all times of the year if you just if you just plan for it. Yeah, right. Yeah, the camellias do really well down here. I see a lot of camellia bushes that are in bloom still. What about Daphne? Uh, not as much as up in Raleigh. Uh, there's more people with camellias I've seen uh, just in their, their yards. Uh, but most of the folks down here just go with the coastal, you know, the landscaping with the palms right. and uh, the uh, just the evergreen. Yeah, a lot of palms. Uh, Indian hawthorn uh, right. do well down at Topsail and um, the Japanese black pines. Uh, do pretty well. Pitosporum. We have a lot of pitosporum. Pitosporum, yeah, uh, tremendous yeah. amount of pitosporum down there. They yeah. they survive very nicely there. Yeah. The um, not osmanthus, but um, oleander do well, do yeah. pretty well down there. But I've seen them kill back pretty pretty often. William, we've got to go, buddy. All right, well, great right. great talking to you. Thanks for calling. The cable's out, so that's what I'm doing. Listen to the show this morning. All right, appreciate it, buddy. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Keep it between the ditches. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on the WPTF. Well, I just said that, the Weekend Gardener. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) 